Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Hey everybody, I want to introduce you to a new guest here on our show. This week in particular is his first introduction, but our hope is that He's going to be with me on the show going forward. So, everybody, this is Bobby Tippy, my brother. <laughs> hey, Dow. Hey. So, Robert, you've been on this journey with me for a long time. So, uh, what we're hoping to do is make a shift here where we're having more conversations around seven daily choices than anything else. And so, uh, let's just start with some of letting everybody know kind of who you are, kind of your experience and and you're where you're at, where you've been and where you're at right now. Yeah. So I've spent the last 21 years in the corporate world working for a major fortune 500 technology company, um, served in a number of capacities um, there for the last 21 years, um, all while uh, still being very active in, in things beyond uh, my career, obviously, and some things that you and I have done together in common over the years and some things that uh, some things that uh, are very personal to me. But uh, yeah, that's that's a, a very generic introduction. Um, but uh, I've been I've been involved with people development in my career along the way, um, everywhere I've gone. And for some, for some folks, it may not even be the role they're in um, that, that causes them to be that way. They just uh, have a knack for that. Um, it was always one of those things that I had uh, credited to me as a strength, even when I wasn't a people leader. Um, and I did, I did end my time with that, with that company as a people leader. Um, so, um, uh, you know, have, have done that, have done that both as a, as a contributor individually and as a, as a people leader within the company. And, um, and then outside of, you know, my corporate experience, my, my relationship building people development processes in a lot of volunteer organizations have been consistent throughout my years. It's just one of those things we do, um, uh, as, as our younger brother, who may never get introduced on this show, used to say to me, he used to say, your name's Tippett, you're going to get pushed out front, you might as well stop fighting it and, and go with it. <clears throat> so, yeah, so unfortunately, people who get pushed out front are usually shot at first, too, but um... <laughs> they are, they are, the leadership has a has its cost for sure. Um, but, you know, there is a there is a something to be said for there's leadership that that exists because one has the role and the position or the title, and then there's the kind of leadership that exists because people are following you. And um, I've always felt that the latter is really um, the the kind of leadership that that the world needs. We need we need people that people will follow, not necessarily people who uh, take a position and then. And then because of their position, uh, they're followed. So, you know, there, there's merit to both sides of that. Um, but I, I think, uh, I think there's credit to be given when you're, when you're just a person that people tend to tend to follow anyways. Right. And, and people who are in that latter stat, 
sometimes aren't aware that that's what's going on. And it's part of why sometimes they feel frustrated because they're unaware that that's happening and they're not necessarily uh, doing it as effectively as they could if they had some consciousness about it, if they were aware uh, that that's what's happening. Awesome. So let me ask you this. Uh, You have some experience with Seven Daily Choices in particular. Um, What has been your experience with these choices in your own life and also in sharing them with other people? Well, I think the choices are awesome. Um, myself, you know, they're, these aren't new or unique. I mean, I think you've been real clear. This isn't like you formulated this, right? You've been, you've been handed all of these choices to learn and understand across your lifetime. And I've, I've had them as well expressed sometimes in a, in a different uh, context or a different picture than the picture you've drawn um, in, in seven daily choices. And I really like the picture you've drawn. Um, but it, uh, it, it is telling to me that, that sometimes what we need in order to uh, grab some of these ideas is to have the picture redrawn for us again in a, in a new light, right? And it's the same, same concept, same principle. It's just been re, the story's being retold in, in a new way that captures our hearts and minds and allows us to, to grab hold of the significance for us. You know, and, and there are probably some of my favorites, you know, that I could I could choose out of this. I know that uh, the last one, number seven, choose submission, is one that you really have had a lifetime of personal struggle with. I've probably needed more struggle with it, honestly, than I've ever really given to it. And you actually wrote a book devoted to that entire subject. Right. And um, there was so much in that concept there that, that came to light for me that was really, really useful of, of, uh, of how submission done in the, in the way that, that Christ lays it out for us to, to do uh, the kingdom method of submission is really a, it's really a position of power. And it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of an oxymoron there because it, it, it is not seeking to be a position of power. Um, it is truly seeking to humble oneself to those around them so that, so that they can um, serve them without impediment. But being able to serve others without impediment is powerful. It's really powerful and something that's really difficult to find in the world that we live in. And can be difficult I, to I, walk out day to day, right? I, I guarantee you there are some winners from last week's uh, balloting that, that are not submission is not on their mind at all. Um, right. the, they, they, they feel like they've achieved power now and they intend to, to do that. And, and you and I both know that if they, if they will practice some submission, they, they stand a lot better chance of, of, of effectively governing and leading and, and being able to really move a nation that needs to be moved. And it's asking to be moved. Um, that that could happen with with some submission. It'll be interesting to see who who cooperates and who doesn't. It won't be anybody at CNN. I can tell you that much. But uh, but there may be some there may be some in this new government that demonstrate that, and 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 in doing so, will will have an opportunity to really have an impact on on not just our lives but the the world really. Right. So it's one of my favorites. Is 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 your idea of submission? And, it, you know, it kind of comes full circle because you start with vulnerability. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you can't get to submission without it. And if you're going to truly practice vulnerability, you're going to, you're going to practice submission. So there's kind of a, kind of a circular nature to those, those choices. So. Yeah, of course, that's why we call submission bedrock because it, it holds everything up. If you don't have that heart, then the other choices are very difficult to make. You can make them, but they're, they're much more difficult to sustain for any length of time. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely. Awesome. Well, let me ask you this. How have you've had the opportunity to play with these? You've also, um, and thank you very much. I know you gave these out uh, books out to people. Oh yeah. They were Christmas presents one year. Yeah. What kind of response have you received in return? Mm -hmm. What have you seen there? Uh, Really positive. Um, You know, what I hadn't considered till I read this book and I've read other books that do this, right. I just hadn't considered it as a, as a form is that you chose to deliver these principles, not as, uh, as a list with, with sub bullets, but rather as an allegory, as a, as a story of, of people actually wrestling with these ideas in real life situations that I'm sure are drawn upon from, uh, your own experience and your, the experience you've had with others who have, who have walked this path with you. And, and for me, I thought it was beautiful. You know, I, you know, I'm your brother. So I, I think I have a particular uh, bias already and I've ar- I'm already kind of have a proclivity towards tearing up. But when I got to the end of the book um, I did tear up because of the power of, of, of the way it touched my heart. Um, there and I've seen that w- that with others. Others have commented on how great it was. Easy read, um, you know. Beth, my wife, uh, sat down and was able to read it in a in about a day and a half on her own. Uh, she's a pretty prolific reader. Um, she actually finished it before I did, and and encouraged me to get on about it because uh, <laughs> it was. She thought it was really really good, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so I've had good good responses good responses from it. Okay. You know, for people our age, um, I would say if you've read any of the One Minute Manager series, this is right in that vein, and you will you will be able to grasp this very quickly. For those of you young, you know, those of you in a younger crowd who aren't used to uh, those old books uh, that were very popular when we were younger, um, yeah, I think you'll find it an enjoyable read. I've I've had really nothing but positive remarks uh, coming from it. So good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, one of the things we're going to do, and it's it's going to be subtle because uh, we don't want to leave anyone out necessarily, but we're going to start to focus on on kind of men making these choices. Not because, uh, ladies, again, as I've said before, that's not to exclude you. No. Um, and in fact, next week we're going to talk to a lady, but um, we we just want to make sure that what we're doing and the, that we're doing our best uh, to focus where we're going to have the most to offer. And because we're men, <laughs> it's a lot easier to focus that direction. Um, but you've had a lot of opportunity to really help men. What has been your experience um, as far as how men struggle to lead in relationship? What have you seen? So your, your first choice is probably the big barrier right up front. Um, men, men are not naturally vulnerable uh, beasts. Um, there, there is a, a, something in the way that most men are wired. And, and I want to be clear, we say that term you know, very, very generically. There are plenty of men out there who, who 
live and practice vulnerability on a daily basis and just kind of have a natural ability to do that. Um, and I admire them, um, honestly. But in general, I find with most men, the, the struggle is to, is to get through that first wall. And that first wall with them is, is becoming vulnerable. They just don't trust easily. Um, and so um, that's usually the first thing I find we've got to we've got to get through is is trust. And so, you know, you kind of set that up with, you know, to, to get trust, you have to practice honesty. You have to choose honesty and you have to choose safety. You have to have both sides of that in order for trust to be built. And that's one of those great ideas that I think you put forth in the book that really helps helps me with men is to say, OK, if I'm going to get this man to begin to trust me, I'm going to have to be honest, which honest, some honesty sometimes is brutal. You know, it's 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 uh, it, it can be hard to receive honesty and to be honest, honestly, it can be a brutal concept. And then you have to couple that with safety. Um, you know, part of my mission in life is to, is to expose truth in the lives of others. But I I've had to qualify that in my mission is it has to be compassionately exposing truth in the lives of others, Mm. because if it's not, I'm just beating the guy to death. Um, you know, uh, tough love, you know, kind of language, right? But if it's truly love, then it's got to be compassionate. You, you, you have to expose that truth for that man in a way that is beneficial to him and that he can see the benefit of having that truth exposed. Um, so for me, that whole idea of that you've put forth of, look, you have to be honest with the man and you have to build safety, builds trust, and it helps men to break down and become, become vulnerable with each other. So that's been a huge, a huge thing with men. I think it's, I think it's the first big barrier to get through is trust. And, and you, you, a man won't be vulnerable if he, if he, if he doesn't trust you. And there's some, there's some ways I like to paraphrase that when I'm with men, that's, you know, probably a little vulgar for the podcast, but it, it, I want to, you know, just to express the idea of the value of it. I know the first time that I recognized I was in a group of men where I could be, uh, completely vulnerable and completely safe was life-changing for me. And so wanting and desiring to try to recreate that for other men so that, so that they can get what I received from that has been something that I've, I've been trying to do for, for years. Awesome. So uh, as we take this turn and we start doing this together, what do you hope to see us be able to accomplish as we move forward together, together doing this podcast for others and delivering this stuff into their lives? Well, I think, I think what could be interesting is, is getting conversations rolling with the audience, not just a conversation between you and I and potentially a, a guest that you, you've uh, wrangled to, to come on and talk for a little bit, but, but making that conversation two ways so that we have a conversation and we open it up for, for audience members to, to converse back to us so we can hear and respond to what they are dealing with directly. And another thing that, that exists with men. And again, I want to help you qualify this. This doesn't, this doesn't take women out of the question at all. If I, if I put men and women together, we're 96% the same thing. Um, but that 4% is everything. So, um, and, and honestly, 
we're handicapped as men. So, so yeah. it's not to the exclusion of women. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, we, just if we can totally, help men. The women will get it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just, we're just totally inept to do that last 4%. So and yeah. I just, I just call that out right up front. Yeah. But, but when dealing with men, the, the, the other thing that I find is that, um, uh, that they, there, there is a need uh, for men to see that they're not the only one experiencing what they think they're the only one experiencing. So a lot of men, because of their lack of trust, because their inability to become vulnerable, isolate. And because they isolate, they often think that the, the struggle that they're having in thought, the struggle they're having in heart, the struggle that they're having in action is unique to them, that nobody else in the room could possibly understand what they're going through. And I think sometimes when we, when we, get into a conversation and someone expresses, well, here's, here's the specific situation I'm in where I'm dealing with this and I'm not exactly sure how to put the pieces together. And you, you walk a man through that. There's going to be eight other guys in the room going, Oh, well that connects and relates to me directly. And I need to go consider that pretty hard. I, I give a, just a personal example of my own. I had the great opportunity to, to work with a group of men in Rwanda this last February. And, um, you know, I went, I went there with the intent of I'm there to help those local men work through things they're needing to work through spiritually and mentally and physically. And, and I'm, I'm working with one of the local, local Rwandan men there. And he's, he's explaining his situation. And the more he goes into detail explaining his situation, I'm like, that's my situation. That's like word for word, almost exactly what I've been through in my life too. And he was, he was considerably younger than me too, right? Uh, A lot of these things that trip us up happen in our younger years. And sometimes we never get past them. And it was interesting as I watched him work through what he was dealing with, it became obvious for me where I needed to get unstuck in a particular area of my own life and my own story. And it was, it was watching him um, explain his situation and knowing, wow, that's, that's so relatable to my situation. He's from Rwanda. I'm from Texas. You know, you would think, you would think how in the world can those things be connected uh, men everywhere in the world have the same issues everywhere in the world. And it doesn't matter what their circumstances are. Their circumstances are just going to determine uh, degrees and particular intensity of said issues. But men face the same issues everywhere in the world. And so for me, just hearing from another guy was encouraging to me. It's like an area I knew I needed to work on, an area I knew I needed to spend some time developing and thinking about and considering watching him work through his work. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's how I need to go. I need to take this path that he's on right now. And I was there with him. So, and his name, his name was Robert. (laughs) (laughs) It is interesting how, when we choose to open ourselves up that we see this, this ability to connect, um, Mm -hmm. I, one of the guys I lead quotes all the time, I know it's not original to him, but you know, we, we um, follow people's strengths, but we connect to their weakness. We connect at that place where we have shared weakness and we know we need each other. And so that's where vulnerability starts that thing rolling is, 
nobody is exempt, right? We're all in this thing together. Yeah. So um, anything detail-wise, you want to let our audience know that they need to know about you or that they just should know about you as we head in this new direction together and have these conversations. I'm not new to this medium. Um, did a, did a show for a couple years with a pastor down in Houston, Texas, uh, called Sunday night discussions. You can still go pull those off of YouTube and, and, and listen to those, um, episodes if you're interested. Um, so I'm not new to this. I also, when I was in the corporate world, had a small little program like this that I did, uh, inside of the company that I work for. And, um, did that for a couple years as well. So I'm not new to the medium. Um, like you um, have been trained, educated to uh, be able to uh, expose the, the teachings of the scriptures and, and, and the words, although I've never actually uh, sat in the seat. I've been in, in the vocational space my whole, my whole life and in the secular world. But uh, in my career wise, but I, I've been you and I have the same degree, <laughs> went yep. to the same school, yep. even had the same dorm room for a while, um, a little bit. But, uh, you know, so that's a little bit about my background there. Um, you've talked, I know, from time to time about the Mark Men ministry. Um, I've, I've been serving with them uh, for a number of years and continue to serve in the state of Texas uh, with Mark Men. Um, so I'm sure we'll get into more of that stuff as, as things go by. Over the last five years, I've, I've been seeking to develop a men's ministry in the church I attend here in Austin, Texas, and uh, have had, you know, fits and starts and successes and misses. Although uh, today I got to get up at uh, before dawn and make coffee and uh, sit down with about 20, 24 other men and, and open the scriptures and eat tacos and, uh, and such for breakfast. So. Awesome. So uh, for our audience, I want to, I wanted to say this, Hey, so part of what we want to do is we want to start to create more conversation. So for that to happen based on this medium, you're going to have to send us questions. You're going to have to connect with us. And so the best way to do that right now is at sevendailychoices.com. Uh, there is a section there where you can connect with us or just email support at sevendailychoices.com and send us your questions. We'll probably get a new email going here sometime soon, but we just want to invite you uh, to come and to bring us your questions, your issues, the things you're facing so that we talk about what's going to make the biggest difference for you. Um, we both being men and both being leaders and both having families and the fact that we do share so much in common, we're probably going to hit on a lot of that, but it's just easier for us if we're, um, if, if you will let us know where you need us to hit and what irons you need to strike. And ladies, for you too, uh, if you've got places you want us to touch on for your husband, for your brother, for your dad, you know, 
we want to make for sure you. hit that. Or for you, yeah. We want to yeah. try and hit that. Yeah, yeah. I want to be careful. We're we're not in any way going to exclude the women in our audience here. This is for them as well, and and happy to jump in and and do what we can to help there as well. So that's not let's not do this to the exclusion of women. It's uh, yeah. They're, they yeah. bring them along for the ride. There's lots of women who are trying to lead, who are trying to develop people, who are trying to grow businesses, who are trying to do all that kind of stuff. And some of them are extremely gifted and talented in what they do but still need help and assistance and we would love to jump in and see if we can if we can be of an aid to you as well yeah uh, and like and likewise learn from you i'd love to hear back from you and learn lessons from you as well so yep yep that's where we want to be and so next week we actually are going to um have an interview uh, i got an interview with uh, crystal waltman she had a new release book called quitting to win and so we've got an interview coming up and we're going to share that together. Uh, next week, Robert and I will come in and we'll talk and then we'll share the interview and then we'll talk some more about it uh, and just kind of see what we can bring to the table from that. Uh, we'll tell you more about Crystal next week. Uh, and we, we're going to continue to try to have some of those interviews available um, and bring more and more people into the conversation about how we can optimize our leadership by transforming our relationships. Mm. And so we want to continue to help you and help others. And so if you hear this, please share it uh, as we look to keep growing together. All right. Listen, thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you'd like to, what you heard, could you share this with somebody else? Could you share um, and, and rate and review us? That really does help the message get out to more people that we are trying to build and empower leaders to optimize their leadership potential by transforming their relationships. Finally, if you're looking for a speaker or a coach, you can get a hold of me at support at 7daylychoices.com and I'll get back with you and uh, we'll figure out how I can best serve you. And if it's not me, um, I will try and point you in the direction of someone who can serve you. Finally, remember this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationships today.